I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This summer, own your style with Macy's, whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation, Macy's has all that you need. Shop brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Macy's has all of your summer must-haves. Summer dresses, matched sets, volume sleeve tops, espadrilles, mm. wedges, straw-crafted bags, bathing suits, and so much more. Oh my gosh, the free-for-all. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant makes navigation a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while you're on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. First of all, you don't know me. <laughs> We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl. Drama girl. Cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens. Smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl. You could sit with us, girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens. Drama, drama queens, drama queens. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back. You have me and Sophia today. Hi Hello. guys. Out of pocket. I think that's what that means, right? Out of pocket yeah. means I'm I'm on my phone out of the house. Is that what it used to mean? And now it just means I'm unavailable. Yeah, like you're yeah, you're out out of pocket it became I think the sort of colloquialism for like out of range or out of office, right? 
But it didn't used to be like, I'll be on my cell phone out of my pocket. My phone is in my pocket. Oh, so I won't yeah. be in the office. I'll be out. But now it's something different. So I always get a little confused. But anyway. Well, yeah, because now it's like <laughs> you're actually unreachable, but no one's unreachable because we carry computers in our pockets, which is deeply stressful for all of us. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Let's talk about that. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Uh, so what do we have? What do we have today? Well, let me tell you, Joy. Today we have season six, episode 10. Even fairy tale characters would be jealous. This originally aired November 10th, 2008. Would you like me to tell you what the episode is about? Would you please tell me what the episode is about, darling? Yes, yes, darling. I can, I can read the synopsis for you. On the day of Peyton's USO concert, Haley battles stage fright and Nathan is visited by an old friend, which makes him question a decision that could change his career. Brooke gets a call that threatens her relationship with Sam. Millicent confronts Marvin about his relationship with Gigi. Lucas tries to pull out of working with Julian after learning the news of Peyton and Julian's past. Angels and Airwaves makes a guest appearance. And this episode was directed by sweetheart Janice Cook. Yes. And written by Nikki Shufflebane. Mm-hmm. We love both of them. Uh, oh, my gosh. Okay. First of all, Angels and Airwaves was so great. And so it was great. really fun to see your face at the table when you were <laughs> talking to... Okay. So here's the thing. My daughter, who's 13, has a, has a constant... Uh, loop running in her mind that she never fails to remind me of, which is, Mom, you are not cool. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's great for the ego. <laughs> so, so when you were sitting at that breakfast table looking at Sam and you said, are you so excited about angels and airwaves? Angels and I don't know. That's it. You put your yeah. hands up. You made that face. And the way she looked at you was the way my daughter looks at mm-hmm. me. <laughs> Reminding me that I'm not cool. Nevertheless, angels and airwaves was really great. They were so great. It was also, I just remember, I have such a sense memory. This is one of those episodes that I feel like in my bones, you know, I remember the way everything smelled and like how windy it was. It was one of those nights when we were on the base where it was so warm, but the wind was crazy. Those like Mm. perfect nights you get in the South. Um, But you know, I grew up in California. Like I was a hardcore Blink-182 fan. That was my era. And so Tom DeLonge coming with his new band on our show, I was just like, oh my God. And he was the sweetest, just like such a genuinely kind man to all of us, to everyone on the base. I I was really so impressed because he was like a larger than life, um, you know, famous figure to me when he showed up. And he was just like great to everybody. Yeah. And that was cool. Yeah. The whole band was. Everybody was just mm-hmm. super professional. And and it's always, I think it was always a little strange for bands coming in because it's a TV show and they did music videos and they did yeah. live concerts, but they didn't do TV shows. And so this might have been a little easier for them than a trick kind of situation because it really was a full, con- I mean, we really did a full concert for yeah. the entire base. It was Lejeune, right? I In my head, it was it was. Jacksonville Air Force Base, but I'm like, oh, maybe we were just in Jacksonville on a different base. Like it all starts to mash what, together. Yeah, like, did we go to a, did we say it was the Marines, but we went somewhere else? I think so. I'm not sure if it was an Air Force Base or an Army Base. Um, but Derek, you know, the character Derek, yeah. real Derek, was established as a Marine, but I'm pretty yeah. sure um, 
I felt like it was a different pace. Guys, I'm sorry. This none of none of our muddy memories are like interesting to listen to us try to figure out at all. We're just like, what was it? Hold on, it was so long ago. Quick, read the phone book. But it was such a cool experience, and I remember how special it felt to go up there um, because Jacksonville is only 45 minutes from Wilmington, and yeah. it was the reason that you know, like on weekends, if we went to shows at Level Five or you know, out to the bars or whatever. There were always, you know, people from the bases on their weekends off, like partying in Wilmington. And so it was really cool to be able to go and do something personal for them. It was really, really special. You know, I know Hillary mentioned last week, um, and obviously she's not here this week to talk about it, but her friend Scott had passed away and it really meant a lot to her to be able to do something with the USO. And so it was this thing where, It felt like a way for us to give back to part of our local community. And it was so personal to her that I just remember even then knowing like, this is really special. Special. I had never been on, on a base before at all. Had you on a military base? No, no. My, my granddad was a Navy man, but you know, that was obviously so long before I was born. So there's, there's such like a deep respect for service in my family. Yeah, me too. It really was getting to know folks at the USO, thanks to Hill, that led me to eventually go on a USO tour. And I visited a bunch of Air Force bases in Germany and Turkey. Um, That's great. Which, yeah, it's like always really fun when, I, when I'm around Air Force guys now. We like trade stories. And it's, it's such a, you know, it's such an incredible thing, I think, to, to devote your life to something like that. Um, but it was neat that we got to do this, like, basically in our own backyard. Yeah, it was so close. And then the interesting thing of, of putting on a concert for everyone there, all the families on the base, it was also kind of a trip because, to your point earlier, we had a TV show to shoot. So, like, yeah. we would do a yeah. take, and then we'd have to do another one. And we were like, guys, bear with us. There's going to be, like, a bunch <laughs> of weird repeated things. But then when the bands play, they will actually just play. That's right. They organized it very well that day. And I remember this because when we got there, we were filming all day long. We filmed all yeah. the scenes, all the backstage scenes, all all of the stuff that was happening, even that was supposed to be happening during the concert backstage. We yeah. shot all that ahead of time because we were only going to have the crowd for, you know, a certain a certain number of hours. And we didn't yeah. want to tell the crowd. The, the crowd wasn't part of our show. The crowd was no, there. We for were putting concerts. on a show for them. Right. <laughs> Right. They weren't like normal extras who are used to, who are like, yeah, we signed up for a 16 hour day today. It wasn't that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially since a lot of them, I mean, most of them were military families and yeah. you know, like, we're not going to be show up and go, you know, Hey, please serve us more now. <laughs> we're here for you. So we did, we, we did get to shoot a lot of this stuff ahead of time. And then once the night started setting in and we really shot that concert, they had rehearsed, they'd been rehearsing with the cameras all day long. Mm-hmm. This is before drones were in action. So there were three or four giant, giant cranes with cameras attached to them. We brought in extra crew from Atlanta um, and possibly mm-hmm. some guys down from New York too, who, who were really adept at filming these big concert things that our directors just didn't have the experience with. And then uh, Janice had the pleasure of, you know, rehearsing for that all week long, all all prepping for that all month. And I was surprised it went really smoothly. I was really, I was really blown away. Yeah. It was a really cool thing to watch. And, and I think that was part of the luxury of being six years into our show. We had such a good rhythm 
Yeah. And and we functioned so well that they were able to take on this really big project and and do this weird hybrid thing where it was a storyline for a show, but it was an actual event for the troops happening at the same time. And it, it was pretty wild. Yeah. It was it was nerve-wracking. <laughs> and also watching this was kind of cringy for me because it was a I anytime I'm performing live is always a little cringy for me to watch back. I don't Wait, why? It. I just don't I'm I'm too I just judge I'm too hard on myself. I'm too hard on myself in life anyway. So then to also have to watch my performances is I know there's some artists who really enjoy it. Like they 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 learn so much because they can glean what went wrong and what didn't. Mm. I I'm I'm I haven't evolved to that state yet. I would like to, but I'm working on it. But anyway. <laughs> um yeah, and it was weird as it's such a weird time in my life. And it just felt like I mean, a lot of the a lot of the band members were people that I was, you know, that I knew really well, that I was like, you know, had relationships with outside of the show, but that weren't I wasn't in an actual band with. And it was just so strange. So it was hard. And that God, that red dress. <laughs> I like it. It reminds me of the promo dress. The what? That like red and white promo dress from earlier seasons when your hair was really blonde and curly and long. Like it it gave me like flashbacks to earlier days of the show. Oh, I liked fine. it. Thank you. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, the, the concert was fun. We had a good time. Also hilarious. Did you notice the scene where Peyton and Sam and Derek are yelling at each other? <laughs> They're, they're backstage and clearly somebody told them there's going to yeah. be really loud music. Yeah. So you guys have to do all your you dialogue yell over the music. Shouting. <laughs> to yeah. shout at each other. And no one is shouting in any other scene. No, but there also wasn't loud music. They walked no. off the stage to a section where there was no loud music. So it was just people yelling at each other. <laughs> like community theater. <laughs> it was so funny. It was so insane. That's one of those things that happens where you're really just trying your best to guess how things that you're filming on completely different days are going to cut together. You have no idea what it's going to be. And then in the, in the sound mix, you're like, wow, it's really a shame they didn't do any takes where they weren't all screaming over a concert that um, <laughs> we've no, decided that doesn't exist. is basically going to dim down to like background elevator music behind every scene. <laughs> what are you going to do about Getting that call from the adoption agency. It's so bad. (laughs) It is so bad. Okay, where do we go? Because obviously shooting the concert was wild. We've got a lot of technicalities, you know, that were firsts for us, despite the fact that we'd shot so much music and trick. Mm -hmm. This was, you know, a big undertaking and a big episode for all of these characters emotionally in their relationships. I loved when Lucas comes to tell Haley and Nathan about the Peyton and Julian history. And you're like, oh, I just love when the drama is not about us. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like it was actually so funny. I felt it as an audience member. I was like, oh yeah, they're having such a nice time encouraging each other to like pursue their dreams. And everyone else is having a nightmare of a situation. Yeah. Low, low drama, low drama Haley. This is the season of low drama Haley. It's nice. so nice. Yeah, that was funny. I, I really enjoyed the Lucas. Of, let's start there. I'm like, I really yeah. enjoyed the Lucas of it all. Because that was, first of all, 
I so deeply relate to Peyton saying, stop saying, okay. Okay. Yes. I mean, it was a fun gag, but. It was so funny. That is one of my biggest pet peeves in a relationship when I communicate something and then the other person goes, okay. I'm like, okay. Okay. What? Okay. Okay. You have thoughts. Okay. You don't want to fight. So you're just saying, okay, to make it go away. Okay. Yeah. You can't stand me and you don't want to <laughs> listen to me anymore. Okay. You're going to do it and you have no problem. Like, what does that mean? Oh my God. My, the way I feel about it is I'm like, I just poured my whole heart and soul out to you and gave you minutes of details of my innermost vulnerabilities. <laughs> and the feedback is okay. <laughs> Hello. Like if, if I've learned anything that is funny on camera in real life, probably very indicative that you're not actually a match. Hard to swallow in real life. Although that is such an ADHD thing. To, to pour out every possible mm-hmm. detail that you could ever give. Oh, yeah. And then also on the other end, if someone is pouring all that out at me, often I get overwhelmed. And so my response might be, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it was a fun gag. Yeah. And uh, I liked Lucas punching him at the door and then saying, okay, it was good. Nice follow through. I really liked the turn as well, that he was just so even keel with Peyton that it freaked her out. And then he yeah. punches Julian. It's like, oh, there it is. There's the response <laughs> that she's looking for. And yeah. I actually love that as their storyline ran through the episode in the end, she admits that she likes that he got jealous. Yes. You know? Julian is more dastardly than I expected him to be. Mm-hmm. I don't remember a lot of his storyline because we were in season six by now. We were at the point where a lot of us, a.k.a. me, we're reading scripts and kind of going, my my line, my line, next page, next page, next page, my line. You know, you just glean what's yours. I was pulling the Antoine move because I wanted to be surprised by what was going to happen in the episode. Surprise, I didn't watch the episode. So I never knew a lot of what was going on. And I had no idea Julian was so dastardly. Yeah. Well, that was, I thought, so funny last week when we had Austin on. Him saying that he didn't remember Julian being such a bad guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, it's funny. I do. I remembered it really clearly because we'd known each other for so long. And I was like, why are they making this like sweet human be a bad dude on our <laughs> show? This is so weird. And, um, and it was really interesting, you know, to see the way that they had his character turn over the years. But I think that the, that dastardly energy, as you put it, works because it, yeah. you just don't know what you're going to get from this guy. And, and remembering what it was like to watch these episodes before we knew where Julian was going to go, it's nice to be suspicious of someone in, in the Peyton and Lucas world. And it does give me something to do as Brooke like when I really sit down with him to lay down a boundary. And I love mm-hmm. that both Brooke and Millicent are just scene. like throwing the gods down yes. with these people. But I like that They're Brooke was able it. to, yeah. I like that I was able to use my own experience as a character to be like, yeah, you've read the book. So, you know, being in this love triangle is not a vibe. Enough, like enough. My Wayfair account 
has been (laughs) guys it's one of those passwords that i just store on my computer because i'm always logging in whether i'm doing something from my house for one of the charities that i work with we're you know we renovated the teacher workrooms at my kids school wayfair is just the best resource for any and all renovation projects I agree. I'm finding a great price on the perfect new piece for your home. It's super satisfying or for a place that you're contributing to. Wayfair is the place to shop for everything home from sofas and beds to dining sets, decor. They have it all. You can find thousands of huge deals site-wide up to 80% off, like Hillary just said. And the selection is pretty unbelievable. I feel like anything I need to find that has to do with home, whether it's faucets for renovations or rugs or outdoor patio furniture or chandeliers or gadgets for your kitchen. It's all there. That's right. You can find everything you need for your living room, outdoor areas, bedrooms, and more. And they have a huge selection of home goods ranging from appliances and area rugs to beds and wall art. And it's all on sale. On sale. Wayfair has something for every home, no matter your style or budget. Don't miss Wayfair's biggest sale of the year to get everything home. Head to Wayfair.com now to shop Wayday for three days only. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayday ends May 6th. Friends, we need a second to talk about Squarespace. Squarespace has so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of the product features that I love is their asset library. You can upload, organize, and access all of your content from one place. With the new asset library, you're able to manage all of your files from one central hub and use them across the Squarespace platform. They also have flexible website templates, so you can get started with one of their professional website templates with designs for every category and use case. Then you just customize your look, update content, and add features to fit your unique needs. You can make any Squarespace template do what you want, so your idea, your brand, or your business stands out online on every device. Plus, They will make selling your products on an online store a breeze. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. So I play this little game every morning where I leave the house looking decrepit. And then I drop my children off at school. And then I get to my office and I take out a nice, cute little bag that came with my Thrive Cosmetic order. And with just a couple of products, I'm able to look like a normal, happy, healthy human again. It's incredible. I love these products. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Now, a few of my favorite products include their incredible Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner. It's easy-to-use waterproof pencil, holds like wax, and blends like a powder. Just line brows to give them some structure and create natural-looking strokes of hair to fill in sparse brows. It comes with a spoolie brush to lift and tame brows after applying the pencil, and there are eight shades to choose from that adjust to your natural brow color for a perfect match every time. 
Now, my other favorite product, I've been talking about this forever, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Their unique formula creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. And it's super easy to remove, you guys. This is my favorite part. It just slides right off with warm water, doesn't leave smudges, doesn't pull your eyelashes out. It's incredible. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 10% off your first order. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Brooke was really handling sh- this episode. She was oh, putting out fires left and right, giving advice at every every turn, every corner mm-hmm. with Lucas, explaining to him why he was being irrational. Oh, I mean, what a thing for him to be so jealous. And it's like, bro, you almost married someone else. And I love when she's like, you tried to hook up with me when Peyton broke up with you. I'm yep. never going to tell her, but you're an idiot. Yeah. You know, and I I I do love the way that she is in this era. Like Haley's in her no drama era and Brooke is really in her sassy mom era. Mom. Like she's momming everyone. She's momming Lucas yes. and she's momming Julian and she's momming Sam. And it's just like I love that energy for her of being like you all are being ridiculous even with Millicent. Oh, that I was crying. Crying yeah. at that scene. We're only 18 minutes into this podcast. I can't even. Okay. This. (laughs) Just the drama of it. And she's like, but wait, he, so she was in your bed. He was on the couch. Sophia, I rewound it three times. (laughs) You did. It was so (laughs) funny. And I, at one point I was like, should I type this out so we can just read these lines to each other in this podcast? Because. Oh my God, we should have. It's so brilliant that, that she comes in. I'm sorry, guys, we're bouncing all over the place, but this is really funny. Millie comes into the apartment and she's like, there was a girl in my bed. And Brooke says, are you coming out? Are you coming out? Like, I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. And Millie's like, no, no, no. You know, something about Gigi and Marvin had a sleepover and she and, and the, then my response is, oh, you guys had a three way. Like, how amazing. Oh, and then, and then, no, it was just the two of that. It was just her. Okay, so she was with Mouth? No, Mouth was on the couch. So what's the problem? So he was a good guy. I mean, I don't know why she was there, but clearly he was being like a good dude. Yeah. And then to learn, the thing that made me do a spit take was when it hits, you know, when, when what Millicent is saying to Brooke, like, hits me. And we go into like, wait a second, you're saying you're a virgin. Wait a second, okay, but there's other, you guys have like other relations. Other things. And she goes, the J is H or B. No. <laughs> and just 
every single thing to come out of Lisa. She was so stone cold. No, no, not that. No, nope. I was sobbing. Yeah. Like, yeah, I want to go back and just do more of these scenes. Hilarious. For the giggle. Yeah, we needed a lot. We needed a lot more of that. I hope we get more of that to come. Yeah. But it was super satisfying. And your, even your face, the way that you were processing. It, okay, it's like finding a unicorn. Yeah. Finding a virgin who's living with her boyfriend and sleeping in the same bed. And you're not having sex. What? But the look on your face was so fascinating. You were so fascinated. Yeah. <laughs> well, so... And something that I remember being really important, and Lisa and I had so much fun building the comedy between Brooke and Millicent in our scenes, and it felt really important to us, particularly because a lot of the women on the show got poked about sex in weird ways with what we had to do with our characters. It felt really important to have it be funny and not shameful. Yeah, no, there was no judgment at all. Yeah, to not have her be embarrassed and to not have me judge her, to have it be genuine fascination of like, I don't know anyone in this position. Yeah, Brooke's on the opposite end of the spectrum. She's been so yeah. just free, you know, free with what she wanted to do with herself, with her body, with her partners mm-hmm. since she was in high school. So to encounter a, a grown woman who is not doing those things, yeah. doing she actually was doing what she wanted with her body and her mm-hmm. partners, but in a different way. It was just yeah. so, so opposite. It was really fun. I loved it. I really, really loved it. Oh, I'm still crying from it. I'm just, oh, God. <laughs> I yeah, also, there was something about the sort of revolving door in this episode at Brooke's house. And then in the way that she had to sort of do the same thing and, and run around in a circle backstage at the concert. Like the, yeah. everyone was just spinning through the advice chair with yeah. her. <laughs> and I loved it. I wish you would have just sat down with a little, a little poster next to you. Free advice. Yeah. Come sit. Yeah, Brooke is really, she is, she's momming everyone. And she's had to mom herself for so mm-hmm. long. It feels like a really good, well, I, and I don't know if this is actually well thought out or if it just happened this way, probably because you were shepherding her character so well, but to see Brooke go through that arc of starting out as just a reckless teenager and mm-hmm. then going through all the process of trying to reunite and connect with her mother and then realizing that was never going to happen. And now she's going to have to mother herself. And now she's figured out how to do that. And she's ready to mother other people. I mean, it's a really brilliant slow burn arc. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it is interesting because it leaned into something that I very naturally do. Like I am often the person who my friends come to for the advice, for the thing. I want to, I am very solutions oriented. I like to help. Like acts of service are my big love language. And it's funny to watch that get put into this character that I loved playing so much with so much comedy. Mm. I just really enjoy it. And, And even to go from, you know, her figuring all of this stuff out with Millicent to then Lucas coming to her to be like, you know, and finding out like, you knew about Julian. And she's like, I was the practice dummy, you know, like, please. I'm so far ahead of all you. Like we're not doing this. And, and I love that while she sort of sasses him to, to like get him back on track and make him realize that this double standard is utterly ridiculous. Yeah. That she also like in her sassy way, gives him some really good advice and, and hopefully a way to feel less, threatened 
with that whole story about what it means to rebound and to say like, you always fall in love with your rebound, but it isn't real. Your brain's playing a trick on you. Yeah. How does he not know that though? And I was like, ooh, that feels like something we should talk about on the podcast. Yes. Falling in love with the rebound. Mm -hmm. It really is such a cliche. But it's true. That's but aren't cliches cliches because they're so universally true? Of course they are. And that's yeah. why there's nothing wrong with them because it's just a pattern of human behavior. It means you're not alone. Yeah. It means you're normal. It means you're just trying to figure out life like everybody else. And we all make mistakes and there's no way to not make a mistake. There's just no way. Mm-hmm. But it makes me giggle thinking back, I mean, on all uh, all of our last two decades I'm like, wow, we've really all looked at each other and been like, no, but it's not a rebound. I really, I'm so happy. And you're like, mm, okay, I'll be here either oh, way. Man, I know. I think back on the, my first relationship after my divorce and the, the just the things that I said to people, the th- how sure I was, how, you know, the manifesto, what it was written about, how this is just like the real thing forever and ever. And oh my gosh, now looking back, it's like cliche after cliche and you can see all the glaring problems. And you can also see all the lovely, patient people around me who are just like, we love you. Okay, (laughs) Okay, exactly. Okay. (laughs) I also think though, it's like, come on. We, We had such a wild time, not dissimilarly to our characters. We got catapulted into very grown-up life, very young. The normal sort of early 20s, like growing pains and stumbling things that all of our friends got to do, we had to sort of leapfrog over. Yeah. And I think in a lot of ways, I mean, I know we've talked about this, but I think in a lot of ways, we all sort of went through the normal early 20s stuff in our early 30s. 100%. Like once we finally got out of our set, because we were sort of in Groundhog's Day. And (laughs) it's not lost on me that I'm like, oh man, well, of course you were so there at that age. Because like in a way you were also like mentally 25. (laughs) Yes. And no shade to 25 year olds. You're wonderful. We were fun then too. But (laughs) you know, you you learn a lot. And now, like from this vantage point, us being in our 40s, I look back and I'm just like, oh man, you know what I respect about us? We really, when we say something, we commit. <laughs> 100%. Yep. All Committed. the way. Just go for it. I think that's so true that we just evolve. Like every stage of life has to be had. It just doesn't always happen in the traditional order. I definitely lived out my 20s and my 30s. And mm-hmm. I definitely have even found, and maybe this is something that happens to a lot of women in their 40s, but I found that I'm going back to my middle schoolish, elementary middle schoolish years and sort of hashing out some of those things and re mm-hmm. rehaving moments. You know, you know, you're raised with ideas about who you are and and we uh, we, we receive messages mm. from whoever par- parents siblings friends the environment and we just take it in we don't necessarily tell anybody that we've decided this is information that is true about us mm-hmm. and then we just carry it and we yeah. carry that for the next 20 30 years until suddenly we go wait a second why do I believe this about myself wait a second why do I believe this about other people and you have to go go back and start unpacking all those things and it's funny to go back and um, go through a stage that 
wasn't had properly because of whatever circumstances were in life. And mm-hmm. I think we just do that. We were constantly cycling through all the phases, but not mm-hmm. necessarily in order. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's also why you hear so many people talk about how free they feel when they turn 40, because you start to realize what you're carrying that you didn't decide to pick up. Yeah. Like the biggest shift for me in the last year is to realize I've been walking around with my arms full of stuff people have handed to me and said, this is who you are and this is what you should be doing and this is what you owe people and this is what, and it's like, Mm. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I can handle all of this. Yeah. And then you look around one day and you go, but what do, what do I want to carry? Yeah. What do I want? to do? What, what, how do I want to serve? What, what do I want to choose instead yeah. of accepting what's chosen for me? What do I want to choose for myself? Yeah. Why am I holding all this stuff? It's not mine. Yeah. It's like, it's a wild and beautiful part of evolving. And all of the women in my life are like, oh yeah, you're hitting that moment. And like all my <laughs> friends in their fifties are like, oh, this is when it gets good. And then they have all this advice about the next 10 years. And, I, and I'm like, I don't know. I love it. I love it. There is a uh, not giving a shit mm. in a really good way that, that feels, it feels freeing. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not calloused or hard. I think that's what actually feels freeing about it is the freedom to, you know, we, we've talked about lovingly detached frequently, but the, the, the feeling of like, I don't have to close my heart off, which is kind of what I always thought I had to do in twenties and thirties. Like if I'm going to, if I'm going to, um, I don't know, set a boundary or set something down, like not hold something. Mm. It doesn't, it, I used to just, the only way I knew how to do it was to just put up a wall. And now it's like, I feel like I've got the freedom to be able to still have a soft heart and not have a wall, but also be okay with not holding the thing that's not mine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not perfect at it, but I'm learning. And I think that's a, that's a thing in your 40s that, yeah, whew, thank God. I think, I think a softening is part of growing up, for sure. And, yeah. and I think it's also, it's part of why I appreciate some of what feels like ridiculous and funny on our show. Because these characters are so young, so very often they're really like... <laughs> serious about things and like Brooke especially is you know so she's serious. so intense like you know in the way that Austin was talking about watching some of these scenes and being like what was I doing why did I seem like such a creep as Julian I'm watching myself in this episode and I'm loving so much of it I love the dialogue I love the energy and then I'm telling Sam she's going to be safe with me and I'm never going to kick her out of the house and I was like what was I doing? Why was I communicating with her? Like, it was so serious. I was like, that is not how I would have said that now. None of those words would I have chosen to do in that way as the actor I am today. What would you have done differently? I don't know. I think at like 25, I was like, I don't know how to talk to a teenager about how they get to live with me. Like, I, what does that mean? And you know, I was so like, no, and I don't know. I was like grimacing at her, maybe because it felt so serious. But I was like, oh man, I would now. I would be like, come with me to a quiet spot and like look at me and tell me what you're afraid of, and let me tell you, I'm here. Like I, it would just be so different. 
And I was yeah. like, oh man, look at me as a little kid trying to pretend like I knew what grownups did. <laughs> right. Isn't this how we do it? Yeah. Like, like you, silly relationship advice among all of us tracked for, for me. Oh yeah. But oh, yeah. like, you are my child and you will live with me and you will never be kicked out on the street. I'm like, why am I? doing because because victoria never did that for her victoria That's was true. always so ambiguous and so non-committal that of course she went we always do the opposite of whatever our mothers do and then we turn out to be our mothers of course somehow but of course she's doing exactly the opposite of what she received from victoria i actually think that scene really worked because i think Aww. sam's character needed that she needed somebody to fight for her. Mm. She sat across the table from so many social workers and therapists and probably a lot of foster yeah. parents who were, you know, gentle and soft and it it didn't match her. She has a bubbling swamp of complication and anger mm. and frustration and all of these things inside of her that to be met with someone that sees that and can combat it. And mm -hmm. not just combat it, but hold space for it and even overpower it. Mm. That felt, it really right, worked. Fine. And I think that's why she was crying. Her, the look on her face. My God, she's such a good actress. I know. She's such a cutie. Okay, fine. Maybe I don't dislike it as much as I thought I did. But I would. we would handle it differently now. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> that's why she needed to brook, though. Yeah. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite all-inclusive destinations. And you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Okay, friends, we are here to help you out. Mother's Day is May 12th. That means it's fast approaching. So instead of scrambling last minute this year, Hillary and I think you should try Macy's for your Mother's Day gifts. Oh, we sure do. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. You can shop by price, like $25 and under to $100 and under, categories like fragrance, handbags, and more, or their gift lists like for the mom who has everything or for grandma or for gifts that are already wrapped. Macy's is making it so easy on you. Find top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frame, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TV, the frame, which I have a couple of, love them. They're all at macy's.com slash gift finder. Head on over to macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. So therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. Yeah. I've had um, plenty of times in my life and seasons where I have needed a safe space where I could just uh, know that there was no judgment. I could just sort of dump out whatever I was thinking. And sometimes mm -hmm. even just hearing myself say things out loud made it mm -hmm. easier to go, wait a second, actually, I don't believe that. Why am I carrying that narrative around in my brain? But yeah. it doesn't always feel easy to say that kind of stuff to friends or people you're in relationship with. So I love therapy for that reason. 
and many more. I do too. I totally agree, especially because therapy is a dedicated chunk of time. Like for me, it's an hour a week where I really focus on my self-care. It's like, I think of it as a, you know, gym for my brain and my heart. And it's so important Mm -hmm. to take care of yourself in that way. And like you said, Joy, you can't always unburden on your friends. And I think a lot of us sometimes don't talk about what's going on with us because we feel guilty asking somebody to help us work through something, but that's literally a therapist's job. And I think that's why it works so well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash drama today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drama. Oh gosh, I'm so excited whenever we get these offers. I love using my coupons that I virtually clip out for Thrive because they have all these options of things that I can't find in my local grocer. And the one thing everyone has to do is grocery shop, right? So why not do Mm -hmm. it from the comfort of your couch? And for me, that's where Thrive Market comes in. Totally agree. Thrive Market is my go-to for all of my grocery and my household essentials. And the convenience of getting everything online and then quick ship to my doorstep huge time saver. I love that Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And I use their online filters to suit my lifestyle needs. So whether you're looking for organic kids snacks or low sugar alternatives or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks to make simpler, healthier swaps. Not only do we all save time shopping as Thrive Market members, but I love that I save money on every single grocery order. I mean, on average, it's over 30% savings every single time. Whether that's pantry staples, like you said, like, you know, peanut butter and coconut oil, or I am getting the gluten-free snacks I'm actually supposed to be eating. It really (laughs) makes a big difference. (laughs) When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. So save time and money. Shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash drama for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, market.com slash drama. Thrivemarket.com slash drama. interesting to me that in the way that Brooke is being so firm with so many people, I love, you know, especially like she's really firm with Sam lovingly. And then she lays down the law with Lucas and lays down the law with Julian and like is really doing all these things. I loved seeing Millie mirror that because Millie and Brooke have been there for each other so much in this, you know, business evolution of our, of our show and close over bros being what it is and to see her go and then lay down the law with Gigi. I was like, yes, Millie, go. Yes. Yes. I loved it. That was a really interesting storyline. I have to say, I was looking forward to them coming back to see what was going to happen. I, Hmm. I, um, man, the Gigi thing is, it bothers me a lot. Me too. (laughs) Um, it, as I said before, it doesn't read like a young woman in charge of her sexuality and, who knows who she is and knows what she wants. It reads trauma to me. And 
Well, and what it is, is a grown man writing his fantasies mm-hmm. for how women would approach him. Yeah. And, and essentially breadcrumbing that like, well, what's a guy to do when these hot girls in short skirts just keep hitting on him? It's the same thing that they did with Uncle Cooper with the Rachel storyline years ago. Oh, that's right. But she's a she's in her cheerleading uniform and she's taking off her clothes and oh, yeah, she's only do? 17, but what's he to do? It's like it's so mm. ick 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 for me. This is so the like it still reeks of that 90s purity culture that oh. I particularly grew up in in the evangelical mm. church of like me, but you know, men are just like, well, well, we get two messages. The first is the men are the most important and most powerful. But mm-hmm. the second is men are weak and they just can't handle it. What are they your, to do if you're wearing a tank top around them? Oh no. God Ugh. forbid spaghetti straps. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of times I got dress coded, but like, it's just so, it's so um, wrong, offensive. All of the above. Oppressive, all of the above. And Mm -hmm. so I felt like that's what I was watching more of. Yeah. Of that, oh yeah, we're all just sirens. Wait, God God forbid, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, a a shoulder happens to be seen or or an ankle. And what it also does is like Gigi's entire job here is to be inappropriate and throw herself at this man. Yeah. She has no input on work. No thoughts about this journalism. This my note. I wrote this in my notes. I wish we knew she was amazing at her job. Yeah. You know, Just like, because it felt like that would give me some context for why she's still around. Yeah. Because otherwise, what it really ma- makes mouth look like uh, genuinely weak. Because mm. why is he not just being like, go, go home. I don't, I don't want you working for me. I don't want you in my life. I don't want you in my relationship. This is yeah. inappropriate. I'm calling HR, go. Uh-huh. But if she was exceptional at her job, now we have some complication and some drama. Like, I can't fire her. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, she's the best out there where she's like, I don't know. I ran yeah. out of things to say. Yeah, if she had the same sort of um, sports knowledge that Mouth does. Remember when he has his Save the Day scene episodes ago where, you know, the the announcer fails. And so he's like, this is what happened. And, yeah. you know, he becomes this incredible sports guy. If, if Gigi knew more about sports than mouth mm-hmm. and was like a badass camera woman yes. and, and together it's like, let's pull the footage from the, you know, 1999 state championship and da, 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 da. you'd, it, yes. you would love their working dynamic. And then if she said something inappropriate to him or whatever, it would, it would slide in between their greater relationship in their work, and it would actually be human and interesting. Yes, exactly. But, you know, I mean, what a credit to Kelsey, because she's she's been given essentially one thing to say over and over and over again Mm. for months, and she is so bubbly and dynamic and funny that she's still so enjoyable to watch. (laughs) She is. (laughs) <laughs> like, I hate this character now. Yeah, I hate what they made her do, but I love watching her and I love her presence. And it was so nice to see her have a more human moment at the end of the episode and apologize and and say, I'm really not, I don't want to get in the middle of your relationship. I'll try to be better. 
I was like, yeah. oh, I just want to see more of Kelsey growing and acting. Like, I want to just watch her. Yep. Well, we got to get her on the show. I, I, we, yeah. Guys, we have talked with her a little bit back and forth. She's always f- flying off to this and that. Well, she's so busy shooting. I know. She's so busy. But um, yeah. we're going to get her on because I, I do have a lot of questions for her about she was so young when she joined the show. Mm-hmm. And then even coming on a few years later, it was still, I mean, was she probably 19 or 20 there in, in the, today's episode? Yeah. I mean, if. If that. Yeah. yeah, I wonder what her thoughts were on that and her parents and if she had these discussions with her parents or did she just like show up and say all these lines and wake up in boys' beds and be like, okay, mom. Be like, sure. <laughs> you know, she was just so sweet and bubbly. Oh. Um, and you know who else we had back was Quentin. Oh, I was so happy to see Robbie. Yeah. Also, I really appreciate the way he and James played those scenes because they could have felt so weird. And and the way when Quentin pops up in front of Nathan, James does the startle thing. Yeah. And it, it, like they just they put just enough humor in it that it made it work instead of having it be the weirdest thing that could happen. <laughs> you know? Yes. Like they, they they didn't take themselves too seriously to just the perfect like little dial up of humor. Yeah. I wasn't quite sure where they landed with all of the, with their conversation though. Mm. Were you? Because it seemed like he was saying, no, it's good. I don't, need, I don't need to play slam ball. I'm good. I like my family. And Quentin was like, yeah, no, but you have more to offer them if you're following your dream. Uh-huh. And then Nathan says, hey, to Haley, let's always follow our dreams. Yeah. But maybe he's still staying home. I, I don't, I don't know. I was confused. It, it felt to me like Quentin was pushing him to be his biggest self. You know, as you said, yeah. I, I thought it was really sweet that with Derek, you spoke about your family being so central yeah, And then with Quentin, Nathan spoke about his family being so central. Yeah, But when he says, then you owe it to them to be the best version of yourself. And then you come home. And I, I felt like Nathan was beginning to, to travel down the road of you should be doing your music and I should be, I should be chasing my dreams too. And we know it's not going to be slam ball because they just won the championship, but what will that yeah. mean? Will he try to play basketball? Will he try to be a coach? I mean, obviously, we know where the show goes. Well, he couldn't go back and play slam ball in the next season? I don't actually know what happens immediately. I don't but either. I just know where we wind up, and I'm like, mm, well, mm-hmm. he'll, he'll chase his dream, too. But it it is interesting to me that it feels like he's beginning to breadcrumb a conversation based on this you know, experience he's had, Mm. you know, with this imagined or whatever conversation he's had. I love the Quentin walking through the wall, the good old highway to heaven, Uh Quentin walking (laughs) through the wall. (laughs) That was really funny. It was great. Yeah, that is, it's a, he's, he's starting the conversation. That's a very real thing. I don't know how well I can relate to it because I raised my daughter on my own and I was working and raising her at Mm -hmm. the same time. And that was you know, really my only option um, was to work and also have a 
help and be home with her. But there are a lot of people who who let go of dreams for the sake of yeah staying home with their family because that becomes a bigger dream or maybe it always has been or maybe it's out of necessity. You know, mm-hmm. not everybody gets the privilege of following their dreams the yeah. way that they want to. Um, well, and I think there is a practical reality that there is always a trade-off, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, to everything you say yes to, you're saying no to something else, always. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, obviously it didn't land where I thought it would, but like, I took a year off in pursuit of the family dream. Yeah. And it's a, it's a very weird thing when you cross the bridge and you realize it's not the bridge you thought it was going to be. And yeah. And you, you don't get that time back. Yeah. And you know, no matter what it is, there's no way to hold everything you want to do at the same time. You can, it's like that adage, right? You can have it all just not at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The, the sort of seesaw of it, you know, as a single mom, you know, so many of our friends know as, you know, either single parents or one half of like very, of of couples who have to travel for work, like Mm -hmm. in whatever way we experience it, the trade-offs are big and, and it's a hard thing to do. And so it is very interesting to watch both Haley and Nathan in this drama-free time in their relationship ponder their joy, but also what more they might want for themselves. Yeah. What is this going to look like for us? How do we, mm-hmm. do we want more kids? Do we, do we want to go off and pursue music and sports and yeah. all of these things that we want, you know, how, how, and also the idea of is it is it all about just us and our dreams and my individual dream and your dream and is is there is service involved is community involved in yeah. that it's it's such a Western ideal to think it's all about me and me accomplishing my dream and me fulfilling what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many cultures in the world where the community is the most important thing. Your family is the most centric thing, and you do what you can to sacrifice for them and. Um, and fulfillment comes in so many different ways mm-hmm. that, yeah, it is, it's funny. It's funny to go through the motions of chasing the thing that you think you want and then mm-hmm. getting it and being like, this is not being like, uh-oh. what I wanted. Yeah. Like whose life is this? Right, right, right. <laughs> well, it's really interesting. You know, my, my best friend and I have this conversation a lot that, one of the things we really love about each other and our friendship is that we are, we said it earlier, you and I, like we are all in kind of people. Yeah. And we've both learned to not be afraid to be like, I gave it my all and you know what? It's not for me. Yeah. Okay. Next. Like, yeah. And I think there's something really interesting about that. And I think the, the tessellations of that experience. Ooh, what's that word mean? Like, like remember, when we would do, did you ever study Escher tessellations in math? Like the shapes that repeat in every direction. And so like no matter which way you look at them, they go on sort of forever. Oh. So so this sort of like, like there would be a chair and then it would rotate around and around and around. It was, I'll send you a thing about it. But this is great. essentially okay. the idea when you think about like 
you could have this experience where you get something and then you go, I thought I wanted this and I don't, or I thought this was really good for me and I realized this is a toxic dynamic, however you define it. Yeah. Not for me, moving on. Or like one, one tessellation over, it's the same life, but let's take Haley and Nathan, for example. You're in this moment where your family life feels really good. Your romance feels really good. Your kid is doing great. You're both really happy. But maybe you're happier in the we than in the individual me. And you go, I did like being on stage tonight. I did really miss it. I love that thing that I do. And he's like, yeah, I, I do want to be here for my family. And I also love basketball. And you have to sort of figure out how you have what you love and also might want more. And like you were saying about community and sacrifice, and we were saying earlier about the sort of seesaw, you can have it, but maybe not all at the same time. How do you start to figure out what side goes up and what side goes down and how how you can achieve your goals, but also be in your family or, you know, whatever. And I like getting to see you guys do that. Yeah. Because more often than not on our show, we just have these characters with these illogically phenomenal, successful lives. Yes. And I, I just like seeing a family trying to figure out like what they want. Yeah. It feels nice. It does. Nice and normal and no drama. Yeah. It's good. That's what I, my notes, a glimpse of two people fighting for each other and themselves. Yeah. Just, we're just on the same page. We're going to figure it out and just stay Mm -hmm. with me. Well, and what I like too, is that that idea, this nugget of don't give up on your dreams. If you're lucky enough to be alive and to have a chance, don't you throw it away. And I like that you see that breadcrumbing with Nathan and Haley. And then it cuts to Peyton. And she does the same thing for Lucas. Mm. And she's like, you cannot give up on this movie because you don't like this guy. No way. You have to go after your dream. Like, you're lucky enough to be getting it. It's going to come true. You have to be a part of it. And Mm. I really, I like that. Yes. I'm excited. This felt, I liked this episode because it felt like a good bridge. There, Mm. There was, aside from just enjoying watching uh, it's and seeing Kate Vogel back, Mia. Yeah. By the way, Mia and Sam, I loved that dynamic. That was I, so great. I don't know if we get more of that, but I hope we do. I'm just so bummed that the term "boomer," like in the way we use it now, wasn't in the lexicon then. Because I would have given anything for Mia to be like, "Yeah, I mean, Brooke and Peyton and Haley are cool, but like they're boomers. Call me." <laughs> <laughs> you know. That would have been great. It would have been it was so, so true. great. I was a little like, oh, she said that. Oh. I know. But then but then I was like, no, she's right. She's right. Sam she needs a right. cool girl to hang out with. Yeah. Good influence. But as much as it was, you know, we got to the, the fun of seeing Mia and then Angels and Airwaves. And um, I, I loved that. But amidst all of it, just starting to piece together the things that are leading to whatever's coming next. I thought Nikki did a really nice job of weaving all that together in an interesting way. There was never a moment mm-hmm. that I was bored, which sometimes these episodes can, for me, I, I, if it's a bridge episode that's setting up new things, yeah, it can start to feel a little expositional and boring. But yeah. I didn't feel that way. I didn't either. I really thought they did a good job. I actually even, I had a note that earlier in the episode, 
Um, in an early scene with you and James, when Nathan's encouraging you and you're talking about, you know, the, having had the nightmare, he brings you back to that, remember the first time you sang for me in the cafe? Yeah. And it's, it is exposition, but it was so well done. It really just felt like a great story in a romance. Yeah. And, and I, I literally was like, the cafe story is exposition done right. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It felt hey, so good. remember this? Yeah. Remember. But yeah, it was, it was a lovely, it was just a lovely throwback. Nikki did such a great job making this all feel real. Yeah. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Okay, friends, we are here to help you out. Mother's Day is May 12th. That means it's fast approaching. So instead of scrambling last minute this year, Hillary and I think you should try Macy's for your Mother's Day gifts. Oh, we sure do. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. You can shop by price, like $25 and under to $100 and under, categories like fragrance, handbags, and more, or their gift lists like for the mom who has everything, or for grandma, or for gifts that are already wrapped. Macy's is making it so easy on you. Find top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frame, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TV, the frame, which I have a couple of, love them. They're all at Macy's.com slash gift finder. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant makes navigation a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while you're on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. I think this is such a brilliant invention and I wish somebody had come up with it earlier, but I'm glad we have it now. <laughs> you know, I've been doing theater since I was a little kid. My mom has yeah. all these videotapes of me and all these productions. And then we also have all of our family movies and all of the family photo albums and all of the everything that just takes up so much space. And I'm so grateful that Legacy Box created this whole platform to be able to condense these amazing memories down into something that's actually tangible and easy to access. 
Well, and with Mother's Day fast approaching, it is a great gift for the whole family. So you can relive moments like wedding days, first steps, or the embarrassing haircut you had in the 90s. You can (laughs) reconnect with your family's history and hear your grandmother's voice again for the first time. Yes, the process is so easy. You just send in your legacy box filled with old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, and pictures, and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand In the USA, you'll get everything back on the cloud or a thumb drive along with your originals. It's so easy. Yeah. I mean, again, the VHSs, my my new project is that I found Jeffrey's big, huge storage containers of VHS, and he was making TV shows in the late 80s, early 90s that I never got to see. This so is my good. chance. So All of his pilots that never, that never aired, girl, right? I love uh. those old beta tapes. Yes. <laughs> so you guys can do this too. Join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Just go to LegacyBox.com slash drama to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. That's LegacyBox.com slash drama. Well, do we have fan questions? We sure do. And actually, this is a good one for you. Um, It's from Riley. And it says, back in 2008, I remember hearing rumors in the media that Nathan and Haley were going to adopt a child. Was there ever going to be a storyline that Haley and Nathan adopted Sam? Or was it always meant to be Brooke who adopted Sam? Oh. Did you ever think Haley and Nathan were going to adopt? Okay, it sounds familiar, but I don't know if that's because I wanted to, like, I've always wanted to adopt at some point in my life. So I don't know if that was just a discussion that maybe I had with I don't know did you ever hear anything about this here's the thing this I do not ever remember hearing this but I also earlier today on a call was reminded of a speaking engagement that I did years ago where I interviewed like a very famous author and when I tell you until I was reminded of it I literally had no recollection like if you'd asked me if I'd met this man I'd be like no but he's in, oh, he's in like yeah, every, yeah, yeah. I see what you're you know saying. what I mean? Like, I'd be yeah. like, no. And then I was like, oh, oh my yeah. God, I, I interviewed I've got, him. I've got people like, like that in my life. Yeah. But it's it was like such an out of context, random thing to do that my brain forgot about it. Yeah. So <laughs> as I'm reading Riley's question, I'm like, I don't ever remember hearing that rumor, but that doesn't mean that it didn't exist. Totally possible. I know that the Sam storyline was always in Brooks sort of vertical sure, because yeah. Sam shoplifted from her and then we yeah. get where we get with Xavier later with the Sam overlap it it was always really wrapped up with her for me yeah i think the you know the thing that was a bummer for me was not being able to keep Ashley on the show with us like i don't know i think it would have been kind of cool if she'd always stuck around Yeah, it definitely would. But she needed to go star on her own TV show, so good for her. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Yeah, that would have been really cool. No, I think Sam was always meant for Brooke. She had to have been. But it would have been cool if Nathan and Haley had adopted. That that would have been great. That would have been neat. Yeah. Would have set a a really great example, actually. Mm -hmm. An honorable mention. Oh, gosh. What, What do you got? What was your honorable mention? think about that this episode um i mean can can i make the scene between you and millie my honorable mention honestly it's mine (laughs) yes i want us to do a dramatic reading next week so bad 
<laughs> I wish we had the script. I 100% would read that with you right now. I was, I'm not kidding. I rewound it three times, crying, laughing. Oh my God. So good. Yeah. I, I, thank God was wearing a black sweatsuit because I did a full actual spit take with coffee and was like, well, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Cut to Sophia on her hands and knees cleaning coffee off the carpet in the hotel room. The fascination on my face and the absolute blank on Lisa's. <laughs> I'll never forget it. I'll never forget oh, it. Oh, let's I spin a wheel. Yeah, let's see what our most likely two is this week. Is it going to be most likely to move in with their boyfriend and never sleep with them? <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of Sam. Most likely to get arrested for shoplifting. I mean, well, yeah, on the show, it would absolutely be Sam. Brooke just didn't call the cops. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Wait, Joy, we got arrested for shoplifting in the early. <laughs> for oh, wait, stealing back right. all the clothes over bros clothes. That's right. Like there's yeah. a famous photo of you and me and Hillary in jail on the show for that. Oh, that's right. That was funny. I forgot. Only time I've ever worn an orange jumpsuit. Yeah, I don't know who in real life. I don't know. Who would, well, who would shoplift and then also get arrested for it? I don't know. Like I'm too much of a chicken. No way. I can't even steal a pack of gum. I'd go home and would not be able to fall asleep. I was like, helping work at a fair at my school in the fourth grade and I like picked up an eraser from one of the tables and I don't know if I meant to or I just forgot or I was walking around whatever two hours later like I realize I have an eraser in my pocket and I'm sobbing (laughs) and I'm like I took this I stole it I hadn't even gone home I was like sobbing hysterically (laughs) and I don't know like it I think it scarred me for life. Were you sobbing because you thought you were going to be in trouble or you? I mean, maybe, or I felt bad because I had put something in my pocket that didn't belong to me. I don't know. I don't know what my plan was. Like, I don't remember, obviously, what my brain was thinking in the fourth Fourth grade. grade. Yeah. just like the hysterical weeping at like the (laughs) shame that I felt. Absolutely not. I couldn't. It's it's not for me. No, no, I'm not a, I'm not a stealer. I don't know. I don't know anyone on our show who is. I mean, the only thing I could think of is someone who was like maybe trying to do something sneaky for fun and then was bad at it. I don't know even who that would be, though, either. Who would be bad at shoplifting if they had to do it? We're not good at this question. Probably Hillary. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like she would try and be like sneaky super spy and would just be clumsy. And I don't know. Well, maybe the moral of the story is we should just all, like, try to not steal. I think that's a good moral of the story. Don't steal, That's folks. probably what's good. All right. Next episode, season six, episode 11, we three, my echo, my shadow, and me. Oh, sounds emo. Something's going to happen. Well, all thanks right. for joining us, everybody. This was fun. See you next week, pals. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth. Or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See you next time. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl. cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens. Smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl. You could sit with us, girl. 
Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens. Drama, drama queens, drama queens. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Boy, I've spent definitely a significant amount of time in therapy in my life. And I think there's just so many layers to life that can be hard to navigate. And having somebody there to just talk through things really makes, it makes the days easier sometimes. It's a simple truth, no matter who you are. Mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays and they also stress me out. <laughs> Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped and I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut and I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, <laughs> calm yourself down. And you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie and I felt better. So all I'm saying is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts, I think you deserve a cookie too. I agree. Guys, Keebler <laughs> Sandies are buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and almonds. And each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies. It's the perfect treat that'll keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. Is it hoarding if it's boots? I don't think so. A woman can never have too many pairs of boots. It's the perfect gift for your loved ones and for yourself. So this festival and concert season is all about boots. Everybody has to show up in style. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert with all your friends. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacova's.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. <laughs> 